I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey guys, it's Malls. Thanks so much for listening to Please Advise. Just a quick message before the show. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. It's super helpful for us and super helpful for you. You can also call 323-450-7408 to get your calls on the show. Again, 323-450-7408. Or email askpleaseadvise at gmail.com with your voice notes or emails. Thanks so much. Hey you guys, welcome to Please Advise. I don't have a number for this show because it's a new type of show. Christina Lopez isn't here today because I'm in New York recording with a bunch of different people. They're going to be shorter shows over the next couple weeks, but uh, it's some fun, diverse guests. Like today, I have Michelle Collins, who you guys probably know and love. Hey, Michelle. Malls, a pleasure. Yeah, I did your podcast yesterday, Fresh Batch. It was great. You were so funny. We had the best time. And um, I just want to paint the picture for people. We're sitting basically in the room where Mozart died. Yeah. I don't know how else to describe <laughs> it, but... I feel it's wonderful. It's very dark and it's great. We also have Caitlin Thompson, who is, I mean, she's just the woman behind it all, you guys. She, Caitlin, explain to people what you do for a living oh, and wow. how we know each other. Um, okay, so we know each other because I'm the director of content for ACAST, which is a podcasting platform. 
And I'm also the publisher of an independent tennis magazine. Yes. With whom I've done a little bit of brainstorming with my friend Michelle over the past couple of months. Brainstorming is a strong word. I will say that I did. <laughs> we came close. We came close to an to executable idea. Brainstorming. It is, I will say something. It's called Racket Magazine. It is the most beautiful magazine. Thank you. It's really like a stunning. Are you a tennis head? I'm not. But oh. I love certain things about tennis. Like I, for example, US Open was here. I didn't see anything. Okay. Because sometimes, you know, I just didn't go. But um, when Caitlin was in London, she invited me to a Wimbledon party, and I happened to also be in London. Oh, my God. Right? I mean, that's really chic. It is. Uh, I shaved to the brow. I was so excited. I showed up. It was really far near where, you know, across the park from Wimbledon. Yeah. And we got, my friend and I got drunk. I mean, everyone there was, like, fairly old. It wasn't like, well, how would you describe it? You do it. No, no, no. I mean, I think everyone is, like, tennis adjacent. Like, these are people who are sort of interested in tennis, but also interested in, like, back lawn cocktails. That's, that's kind of our... Smalls. That's us. That's back lawn cocktails. Like, everyone I, had I a gin and tonic that was, like, <laughs> lightly sweating in the summer breeze. Like, that's kind of our target that's audience. It. To make a long story short, I do have something to give Caitlin, and I think it, we should get a lot. I think we should do that, yeah. I love a gift. I love this appearing is it, I'm not talking gift. anymore. I know I'm saying a lot right now. <laughs> so, Caitlin, we, my friend and I snuck into Wimbledon, and that's a fact, just to the merchandise store. And Caitlin was like bring us a t-shirt. Okay. So I said, okay. So I spent a hum and a hum and a pounds, a lot, <laughs> on this t-shirt for your son. My three-year-old. Your three-year-old. I hope it still fits because this was like, feels like three years ago. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then I walked all the way back to the party to give it to you and you had already left. I mean, I'm a star. I was pissed. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I was like fuming and then I had to not only take it back with me to New York. <laughs> I'm moving on Monday. So I wanted to give it to you. From Wimbledon, uh, here's uh, a little T-shirt. Can you hear the crinkling, crinkling it up. of this beautiful Wimbledon shirt? Oh, oh that is chic as fuck. Wimbledon. I guys, if you love don't know that. anything about yeah. Wimbledon, the iconography is on point. It's purple and green, and this is going to look incredible. That means very nothing chic. to me. Is are those the Wimbledon colors? Yes, they are the oh, Wimbledon colors. That's, that's Wimbledon awesome. does nothing better. Thank you. Thank it's you, official. Michelle. Thank you not only for you know. getting it, yes. schlepping it. Thank you, and coming back to the party where I wasn't, and still meeting my friend. That's which I think is part. actually that's the testament. That's what's stuck in my craw. Yeah. And thank Fair. you for thanking me. No, no, no. Me. I just want to acknowledge that demons release. I feel great. <sighs> Good. I now like, we can. By actually. the way, of course, I didn't really care, and we had the best time that day. So thank you for having me. And look at this great shirt, Malls. I'm sorry I didn't bring you in. No, it's fine. It's fine. I'm too. I'm probably wouldn't fit you. I'm too intimidated by. Like tennis etiquette, I feel like I'd fuck it up real bad. Like I just wouldn't even. I can't. It's like stressing me out. But Caitlin, <laughs> I have to tell you, I am uh, really excited to have you here. Am I taking your pod virginity? Actually, um, I actually have my own tennis podcast. Oh, I'm so sorry. So, I'm Molly, such a cunt. Molly. I'm so sorry. You're definitely sorry. taking my um my advice giving show. I'm okay. Really nervous actually that I'm not going to be a good advice giver. No, everyone's a good advice I mean, giver. I'll definitely give advice. And I sure want your three good. reasons. If you got if you guys brought your reasons. Can I please have them? Well, I was told that I needed to bring reasons about 15 seconds ago. So I'm just going <laughs> to I didn't know that. She goes, by the way, you need three reasons. Michelle, peek behind the curtain. Peek, <laughs> peek behind the sea. So um, one is I feel like I'm tall, which gives me an advantage because I see things from a different perspective. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. yeah. Love it. Um, I'm funny, which means that if I want to tell you something that's perhaps difficult to hear, I'll code it in something mm. that is... Um, that it won't hurt as much. Okay. Like, I'm sensitive. You'll so soften I'm, the blow. Number three, I'm a cancer. I'm oh, a cancer. I'm a cancer, too. Oh. What date were you born? July 20th. I'm a cusp. Are oh, you a cusp? Full cancer, Ooh. girl. You're in the when middle. When are July you? 9th. Yeah, oh, you're in the wow. thick of it. Me Cancers are very sensitive. Our producer, normal producer, Christina, is a cancer. 
her mom's a Capricorn. My mom's a Capricorn, or my mom's a Cancer. I'm a Capricorn. It's a very interesting it's dynamic we have. It's yeah. very interesting. Yeah. But you guys, uh, okay, Lynn, I, I need. Your okay, well, I'm going to steal Cancer because I feel yeah. like we're emotional people who connect yeah. and we empathize. Very. Like you know, we'll get teary hearing somebody else's pain. Uh, beyond. I yeah. Okay. Um, the second mm-hmm. thing is, I am a gay lady, so I feel like that gives me sort of an empathetic viewpoint on like the fact of like not being always understood maybe Absolutely. or like through it. I've kind of been through it. I mean, I look, let's be honest, I'm like a cisgendered like middle class kid who like, you know, I'm not like. Honestly, when I see you first thing, I think cisgendered. I don't want to yeah. like. <laughs> no, no, no. I get that a lot. I get that a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. Um, and then the other thing is I'm a mom. I hope I'm like not a lame mom, but I think like being a mom, you're just kind of like, oh, cool. I guess I'll just like make a decision about this and like have some reasoning, even if you have to back into it. Yeah. So I feel like I'm always like, no, no, no. This is my opinion on sending my child to school with peanut butter, even though there's a kid in the class that has a nut allergy. Yeah. Like, you don't think you have to I come hate up with that like, kid. Inst- I fucking do too. My I wife is them. like just fucking them the sandwich. And yeah. I'm like, well, maybe we shouldn't. But like you have to be decisive in a way that's like and like stick with it. Controversial opinion. I don't. I don't think that you should feed into kids that have nut allergies. Like if we lose them, them if we lose them, we lose them. I just think that, like pandering to allergies is like how we got here. Okay. Yeah. That's true. It's like Purell. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. You need a little rigor, like a little bit of like genetic. I like. You need to like get that in you in order to be okay with it. I feel. Yeah. I'm like kid. Lick the sidewalk. That's cool. We live in New York. You want to touch the pole in the subway? Like. I don't know. Maybe that's going to stop you from it's getting something worse later. Full of heart valve. Did you know that, Molly? They I'm sorry? A, they did a test on the New York subways. <laughs> yeah. They did a thing. And the first thing on my train line was heart valve. <laughs> I don't know I don't what, know what that means. is. I don't know what I, that sounds. That's a body part, it's right? It's a body part. But I guess there are people who are like butchers and stuff riding the subway. <gasps> oh, it's literally like, a body part. Oh, shut like shit. The uh, juice of the heart valve is on there. Oh, Anyways. my God. Okay. So, you guys, <laughs> I'm gonna we're going to start taking our calls just because we are a short well, ready to get advice okay. too like i'm primed so ready i'm always ready you guys okay let's do it okay. hey malls christina and guests my name is Alyssa. um i am calling mostly about some like serious jealousy and envy that has like entered my life and is super uncomfortable um so i'll give you a little bit of backstory i guess um because I think it kind of, like, frames some of where I'm coming from. Um, I'm, like, I've been in recovery. I've been clean and sober for about eight years. Um, so I think a lot of, like, what crops up for me is, like, those underlying issues that may be related to that. So it's, like, a lot of insecurity. Um, and I grew up, like, outside of New York City in one of the suburbs. Um, so, like, I'm like I'm used to being around these like kind of uppity people. It's all about the image. It's all about the outside. No offense, um, you know. And so, and I I moved from that area, and recently a girl from that area um, also moved to to where I live now. And like, it's just been um, like a mirror to everything that I don't have and wish that I did. And you know, a lot of like women that I am connected with. Um, like we like like we all like look to this person as like what we want to attain, and I get like so filled with this like sense of insecurity that like um, if only like my family was wealthier, I would have had the things that she has now, right? So like she has a master's degree, she has an education, and I'm often like you know I have I am so fortunate to like have the things that I've worked for at the age that I am now. Um, you know like I've I've built so much for myself, but like I don't have 
a master's degree. And I, it's like, I find myself over and over in my head, like, like this, um, I don't know the right word for it, but like tearing apart her achievements internally. And like, all I ever want to do is be like, yeah, but you know, like whole family paid for her education and like, oh yeah, but she only has that like, because someone else gave it to her. And it's like, I'm, I'm like watching this version of myself unfold. Who's like very, very bitter towards people who like have things that I believe they didn't work for. So I guess like where I'm looking for advice is like, how do I get over that? You know, like I believe that there's like plenty of successful people in this world that I'm happy for. So it's like, what is happening that there's this one person that I like can't be happy for and like don't want other people to be happy for either. And I know it sounds petty and I know it sounds crazy. Um, you know, and so it's like, it's embarrassing. So I like, I keep it to myself, but I, I feel like it's so quick for me to per- like pick out this person's personality flaws. Um, and overall flaws to make myself feel better. And it's not, it doesn't actually work. It just feels good in the moment. So hopefully I don't sound too crazy. I promise I'm usually normal. Um, but yeah, I thought maybe you guys would have some feedback on like how to love people unconditionally. That's it. Thank you. I mean, doesn't everyone do that? That's like what half of life is, is like looking what, what what other people have and then hating them for it. The two words that I wrote down, you supplied us with pen and paper. Uh-huh. All caps, I wrote, I'm bitter. And I underlined it. Uh-huh. Like, I'm not, this is a tough one to answer because I would could use your advice. I think we all could. Yeah. Like jealousy, I think can be healthy sometimes mm-hmm. because I do believe it drives you and can, I don't know, fuel you. And sometimes it is a little bit blown out of proportion, of course, but sounds to me like there were other issues that this girl had outside of just being a little jealous. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I, I was kind of thinking the same thing. Like, obviously, yes, we all have this. We all, like, keep up with, like, right or don't with what our friend group is doing. And I think especially for me, a lot of it gets into, like, gender, right? Like, ugh, if I were a dude, this idea or this business meeting or whatever would be going so much better. Where would I be? You know, that's something I think about a lot. And I think for me, what was actually really laudatory about what you said is, like, you're really self-aware. That's great. And actually, totally. you're trying to look at your bitterness and you're trying to look at your insecurity, which like if you were actually a terrible, insecure, bitter person, you probably wouldn't even like occur to you to ask the question. Mm-hmm. So like kudos for that. And then the second thing is like if you can be happy for most people, then there's obviously like triggering things about this woman. Like it goes beyond just her success or her master's degree. Oh, like I'm what is sure it about she it? Sucks, she probably way. sucks. That girl seems so nice. And honestly, who wants a master's degree? I, I literally was going to say, I'm, I wish you would pick someone who's maybe less boring to be envious of <laughs> because, like, that sounds master's school. Like, I'm getting a master's degree. It sounds so fucking boring to me. <laughs> also, you just show so up like, and the money. last thing like, I want to do. You know, did she invent a, like a cancer caring? Like, exactly. You know, like, yeah, you can have a master's degree. Like, you can swing like, a dead cat, and everyone has a master's degree. Who is a forty nine? may no longer be living we don't really talk to her side of the family anymore but anyway okay. she only had master's degrees she never worked she was always in school and my whole family was like look so what Ronice, like, she yeah sucks. so it's <laughs> fine like let her have her master's degree i don't know what do you think mom i mean i well first of all i do want to say i always uh yesterday i was appreciating that you were like literally name checking people from your high school on your podcast like first and last name and the Me? fact that you just gave your cousin's actual name on this podcast <laughs> if she listens to this podcast uh my bones will turn to a fine dust like also, there's I mean, no she's way she's still alive so she's <laughs> in israel she probably lives in a kibbutz right now i mean this woman is not going to hear this but i hope okay. she does yeah I, hope she does. I mean we might have listeners in israel so shout out 
out. Yeah, big time. Um, you know, look, I just think that, yeah, exa- exactly what you said. I think that was the exact right piece of advice. And maybe just pick more interesting people to hang out with. And then also, um, you know, I don't know. Growing up without money is tough. I think that I do this with people that are better looking. Like, um, that's my that's definitely a thing for me. Mm-hmm. But I'm very comfortable with the fact that, like, I didn't grow up with money and that I kind of figured things out by myself. And that that's – I mean, I think that you – need to own the part of you that's more proud of what you've done and, and your accomplishments. It's not I, – I have family members that grew up with money, and they're really, like, not great people. The worst. Yeah, the worst. I did find it funny, and I wrote this down, too, where, you know, you were saying you're jealous of people's looks, and she went, you know, I come from a neighborhood that was all about the outside, and then she went, no offense, which is like, what? Like, that's weird. How does she know what we look like? I'm like, okay, maybe that other – maybe you're the bitch. No, you know, I'm sure she's lovely, but I'm just saying. But she could be. You're is, that wasn't nice. Like, no offense. Yeah. Is that what she, do you think that was directed toward us? I think she, that yeah, she, 100%. All of, I come from a town all about the outside. No offense. Yeah. <laughs> is that how you took that? Yeah. I mean, how else would you take that? I'm honestly, the way I took it was that she, that's like uh, maybe a misphrasing on her part. Like she, instead of no offense, she meant oh, like. Oh, I was kind of flattered. I was like, oh, I'm glad you think I came from that because I came from like a hippie, weird, like artsy neighborhood in Montreal oh, where like everyone was a douchebag. I, I don't know. You saying. know what I mean? You're saying it's more about people from her town. Yeah. Uh-huh, no, no. Oh, uh, I thought I was like, it was like, like <laughs> I was like a, a hunchback with a pair of headphones on listening to her taking the question. She's like, um, I'm really like a lot of beautiful people. No offense. But like, what's your. OK, that makes more sense. Wait a minute. Speaking of beautiful people, mm-hmm. um, I told you when you got here that I would tell you what happened after <gasps> my date last night. You must. OK, so um, I was w- I was like wasted. I was like pickled. And I. um <laughs> Decide, I found out Hugh Hefner died. I took the news really hard and weird. Um, I like he is like someone that I've always looked up to a lot, which is I don't I don't need it. I, I don't need to hear it. Um, we said nothing. I know, yeah, nothing. but I just I'm I, I just want to cut it off at the pass. Um, uh-huh. So anyway, I took it really hard. Go outside. I think I'm crying and smoking a cigarette, reading about him dying and texting my friend who was a playmate and being like, "Are you okay?" Because he was so good to her. And um, she actually lived in the bunny house. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Is now? Um, no, she's oh. a mom. But um, I actually got to go to the bunny house with her. And it's oh. like, it's all very interesting. I'll tell you that much. Like, it really is. A t- everything everyone says about the mansion and the bunny house are true. Can I ask a question about it? It seems like it would be not just gross because of the things that go on there, but just like the decoration. Not clean. Like poor man Caesar's palace. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Kind of- Vibe, is yeah, that, right? like faded yeah. carpets. Yeah. Nothing's been updated. Not clean makes that's the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's for bunnies in transition, basically. Like for like, <laughs> I'm sorry. If, if like I'm bu- sorry. if bunnies are if bunnies are like you know like between get, it's kind of a halfway house for bunnies. Um, also, why the no mom rule? Like you can't can you not be a bunny? You can't be a oh you're saying living in the house? No, I mean can't. not saying you want to. No, you're just no. Saying, well, like, the kids, they fall in the grotto. Well, when I went to fun in the Sunday, grotto is not childproof. People were bringing their kids. Former playmates were there with their kids. And I'm like, I love this. I love the family-oriented environment. Hmm. Uh, That's literally, I think, the first time that phrase has been uttered. And I just want to pause and salute you. Yeah, thank you. Um, So I'm out on the street having a moment. This man walks up to me. And he's like, totally nice guy. He's like, hey, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, 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 I'm fine. Somehow, like we wound up, to, we wound up like talking for a little bit, and I was like, "I'm going to the deli and get cigarettes." And I'm walking down the street. I like bought him flowers at the deli, and then what did he look like? Is that rude? Um, no, 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 no. This is part of this. Well, no, he oh. he was um. 
God, I would say he's probably like 30, 30 he's probably over my age. Uh-huh. He was a young black guy. Uh-huh. Was um, he like a seven? Uh, at a t- like out of yeah. ten, um, yeah, uh, yes, but it wasn't in, like an attraction thing. I got it. Like, and I also immediately friend zoned him like mm. right away. Mm. Like, oh, I also, oh, I think sometimes I lie about being engaged when I'm drunk. Got it. I mm-hmm. I have a diamond ring on this hand, so I just sometimes switch it over if I'm in a bar or something because I don't like to talk to people. I don't blame you. Um, <laughs> and people are a lot less interested in talking to you when you're married. Oh. Do you understand? Wait. I cannot wait. So everybody wants to talk to me. It's yeah. exhausting. Okay, yeah. go on, Malta. So anyway, um, oh by the way, some drunk Australian was being super rude to me last night at the bar. She was like, "Look what you guys have done with Donald Trump." I'm like, "Do you think I did this? Oh, like, I am Australia anti that." I mean, I, I mean, on, they invented like the Murdoch family. Like, no, thank you. That's why we have this. Good. Terrible. I should have fucking said that. And they're the most racist. Oh, literally. Oh, terrible. Absolute worst. Sorry, yeah, Australians. Um, so I, mean, I like them, but they're very—they're fun, but they're, they're like very funny. But yeah, they're horrible. Okay, go on. Um, so <laughs> he goes, "Do you want to see my secret?" What? And I was like, "Sure." My God, no hand. Oh wait, this was before you bought him flowers or after? Like were you after. handing him the flowers? And after no, was it like a Banksy cartoon? Because I'm picturing you handing it. It's like an empty man. <laughs> no, but like <gasps> regular listeners of the pod will realize that this always happens to me. I always wind up talking to someone, and then they reveal to me that they have a, a, like they're missing a body part. How did they, you, can I ask an honest question? How did you not know this? I would have noticed. Um, I, ask my best friend. I was in a gym class with someone who didn't have a hand for an entire year, and I didn't realize it. I played wow. volleyball with the person who you never right, noticed. Yeah, I, 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 this I, is a you thing. Yeah, this is a this yeah, yeah. is definitely a me thing. Like I'm constantly encountering this, or just like not realizing things all the time. It's like reverse ghost limbs. Like <laughs> normally, you know what I mean. Like you're actually seeing a hand where there isn't one. Yeah, <laughs> I am. That's, maybe that's I just, just legitimately it. snorted. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go on. Um, an interesting thing. So, so yeah, only one hand missing. Only one hand okay, missing. I'm yeah, glad no, that was it wasn't a secret, both though, hands. Honestly. I know. I oh no, it was going to take a weird. You thought it was going to be like a dick turn. out on the street. I realize that too, yeah, it's and, New York City. I mean, and I also realize that it should have occurred to me that like if if a guy says that to you that you don't know, you shouldn't say yes. He said, "Want to see my secret?" And yeah. then you said yes. But it's yeah. not a secret. Was he wearing a glove? I mean, is, yeah, yeah. It was like he think he keeps it in his pocket. Right. He hmm. might have kept it in his pocket, but like I think a normal person would have realized, oh, it's like ninety degrees out. Like, why does this man have a jacket on and his hand in his pocket? I don't know. I want to bring up a thread that you that you started with, which is: is this like a Capricorn thing? Like, is this a, both a soul bearing thing uh. for people to just sort of want to to tell you? Oh stuff? yeah, I mean, I mean, I've we've been friends for a year, but yeah. I have never met you in person. And just today I was talking about, you know, you're just, you know, so I think maybe there's like, people just tell me everything. Just, it's the truth. I mean, that's why I do please advise. They of just want right. to give it to me. Mm. Um, but with no limbs. So yeah. how did it end? Uh, we exchanged phone numbers oh. and I woke up this morning and I got a text from him. He's like, sorry, my phone died. He's like, I want you to know you really are my friend. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Okay. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> I haven't texted him back yet, yeah. and I have to do it. Like, I if I have a break at some point tonight, I'm going to do it because I I have to uh, I have to say something to him because I can't let him you think that like- he told me about his hand and then I and then I ghosted him as a friend. I feel bad about that. It, it sounds to me like the hand had nothing to do with it. Like it just was. He yeah, was there for no, you. No, we just moment, had, no. I connected, know. and then it's like, well, nice to meet you. Yeah, it's like one of those things where it's like a guest who doesn't leave soon enough. You know, you just needed to end maybe sooner. Anyway, I'm like, okay. I have the emotional range of a, like a, a child. Like I, I don't. When understand you said you were going to update us about your date 
No. Yeah, and I just didn't see. No. I know. I, and when I first, like, was, like, kind of telling Michelle about it, mm-hmm. I, was, I made it sound like I was getting, I got late or something. You were like, so. I said, how, how'd your day go? She goes, um, oh, it's fine. But um, I have to tell you what happened after. And I was like, ooh, this girl. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, the best. You know, when you're like, yeah. oh, whatever. And then you meet. And then your finger yeah. coming like, someone's beard in a hotel bedroom. Oh. Yeah. Wait, just, let me ask you a question. What? The day was nothing. It just do you not want to talk about it? It was it was um it just ended weird. Got it. Mm. Like we got lost when we were walking mm. and he's like born and raised here. And I was like, can we just take a lift? And he's like, no, 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 no. Like it's we're really close. And I was like, yeah, it was a pretty close walk from the restaurant, but then we walked to like a bar from there. That's annoying. Okay, yeah. And then he also revealed that like he forgot the weed gummy bears that he I told he asked me when I was flying over. He was like, "Are you bringing edibles with you?" And I was like, "Probably." Guys, I pack weed in my suitcase all the time. I travel with drugs all the time. Edibles or the leafy kind? Uh, edibles. Yeah, that's okay. But the leafy kind I used to do before I had my card. I was like, I'm a real bad kid. Like you, I put it in a shampoo bottle always. You can actually um, take edibles like if you get the gummy kind and put them in an airborne canister. Oh, oh interesting. Think about it. Good to know. Do you yeah. find dates with edibles are better? Oh, no, we weren't going to eat them on the date. I was just, like, bringing them to him because nice. it's different. It's a different marijuana scene sure, here like than it gift. is there. Yeah. I, by the way, I never – I am a very bad pot person, mm-hmm. but I just know about the airborne thing from a long-ago trip to Colorado. <laughs> but I don't I don't eat it. I don't smoke it. I'm not good with it. Yeah, oh, no. I'm anxious. I lose my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I started doing more psychedelics recently, which mm-hmm. has made me cut back on almost everything, weed, drinking, everything. Really? It's just, yeah, I love psychedelics now. I'm really into it. It's a okay. fun journey. But I wasn't – I wouldn't – so normally for a four-day trip to New York, I wouldn't bring weed with me. Got it. So I was kind of like, dude, like I fucking brought you your weed gummy bears across the country. I could have I gone to prison. Um, and what did you want in exchange? Nothing. I just didn't want him to forget them. Oh, like in your hotel room you're saying? Or like where? No, he house? like left them at the restaurant. Oh, oh got it. Or okay, and get you back. lost in his hometown. Yeah. yeah and Sounds so like it was just like, – but like – he was great. I mean, like, we snuck into a birthday party. Like, it was, like, it was, that's the other thing, too. It was disappointing because, like, you know when the wheels just fall off the cart and you're like, how did that happen? Yes. Like, this was great this whole time. Like, that always happens when I just start dating someone that I don't know that well. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, wow. Like, I've entered into a relationship with a psychopath. <laughs> right. Well, um, out of their fucking mind. No, yeah. I'm convinced truth. that every single person is including myself is like shit eating crazy is that okay to say oh i think it's absolutely true and i think the best you can hope for in this cold dark world is just like matching up with somebody else's crazy in a way that's like productive that's what the goal that's the dream that's the dream because like you can't really cure your crazy you can just like hope it like fits together like a jigsaw puzzle and be like Mm. your crazy is actually helping my crazy and like here's how we can like combine beautiful honestly like that really inspires me you know it's out it's out there for you thank you Okay, guys, okay. Uh, um, we're going to take one more call, and then we have to wrap it up, because this is a real short episode. Already? We yes. Got, is it because I was 10 minutes late? It, it is because of that, yes. Let's, um, pack, let's pack as much <laughs> possible advice in I have one. to have Ruby and Marcel on in a little bit, so. Okay. Um, stretch for this one. Ready? Let's, okay. Hey, Molly. Hey, Christina. Um, my name is Martha, and I'm calling from L.A., and I was calling because I uh, need to redo my my whole house, pretty much. But um, most importantly, my restroom. And Molly, I love your restroom. The one that you um, take snaps of with the orange tile. I really like that look. I was wondering um, what color cabinets you had. 
because um, I'm getting custom cabinets and doing all that stuff and I really have no idea what I'm doing. So if you could give me some pointers, um, maybe what company you used or the the tile, you know, information, um, that would be great. But mostly I know that I want like an orange look, like your, like the, the tile that you have, but I was just wondering what color cabinets, uh, would go with that. And if you, um, I guess the flooring, what that's like, um, I don't know. I guess just basically, can you describe your restroom to me? Uh, thank you. Have a good one. Bye. First of all, oh wait, sorry. Oh god, no, that was an example. This is an example of what happens sometimes on Please Advise. Is that a three minute, like a three second question becomes a three minute one? They really go on and on. I heard the dinging of the car door open. She was already in the four hundred five. I'm like, <laughs> you made it like ask what color. Also, what a personal question. What color your cabinets are? How dare I you? mean, <laughs> god damn it! I just, if you like literally want to just like rip my style, that's fine. I totally get it. But um, so to answer your question. I had mine custom built by my construction company, which I would not recommend because they are a bunch of fucking thugs. Wow. And um, no, they're absolute thugs. And I had to have them. Yes. Wait, so what happened? I'm sorry. So um, I got a big walnut live edge, like piece of walnut with a live edge, which is the exact look I wanted. I wanted it to look like there was just like a slab of like nature in my in my bathroom because they call my house the tree castle it's only 375 square feet but it feels like a little tree house the way that i've laid it out so and so a lot of it's wood my my tile my floor to answer your other question is um oh it's the exact shit that's on the walls except it looks like hardwood so it's a tile it's like basically a tile that looks like hardwood and i have it in gray in my um downstairs bathroom but i think we're a fan of that yeah, that wood tile is to die for. Thanks. I'd so, love to see a picture of it. Yeah, actually, I'll, sh- I'll show you. I yeah, um, but um, it's 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 like a subway tile, but I went with a big oh. piece as opposed to, yeah, yeah. and it's it's called papaya bright the color. Mm. But I do want to let you know that with that color orange, you need to go with brass hardware. Okay, that you're gonna be, look like a fool if you don't. Um, it has to be a brown. I think you need to – with orange, you need to have a brown or white. I don't think you can go really – any other color. Black is obviously Halloween-y. Um, I suggest that you go with like that – if you're going with that 70s orange, you need to stick with – It's very mid-centuries too to do like orange and walnut or teak mm-hmm. and brass. Mm-hmm. My house is very mid-centuries. But um, I do – yeah. So anyway, that's my answer. But my my other cabinet is beadboard. Um you guys, if you had to, if you could like just restart, refresh your whole place right now, what room would you do and why? Tell me about it. Um, this is directed towards us. Yes. Uh, well, it's a very that's a triggering question for me because I'm moving on Monday and mm-hmm. I'm like in the process. I'm moving to a very lovely apartment. It's a one bedroom. I have a lot of stuff. I have a lot of clothing, and my stress is where am I going to hang things? That's mm-hmm. a big one for me because there's not a ton of closet space. And also I have a huge couch right now. Like I truly have a couch for a giant, which I am. I'm six foot one, but I don't think it's going to fit in the right way in my new, like the yeah. living room can fit a couch, mm-hmm. big one, but the chaise, it's like not on the right side. So the whole thing is like fucked up. And I feel really sick over it because it was an expensive couch. I don't even know if I can sell it like this weekend. It's just. I don't know what to do. I know. it's. I had the same exact situation yeah. with my couch that I was obsessed with. Yeah. And I wanted – I wound up putting it in storage because I was like if I wow. ever get like a second place or if I, you know, can send it somewhere or give it to someone, I will. 
Um, but I feel like I can't sell it because I had a really dark depression on that couch and I mm. did not leave the sectional for six months. So and I feel like I, I feel like I would have to disclose to someone like yes. I was very depressed here for six months. It's months. like a murder in an apartment. It's, it's like, like yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. You have to tell them. I um on this couch I've never had any sort of breakdowns. My last couch I had one, mm-hmm. but I did um I did sell it. Did you sage <laughs> it though? No, but actually, you know, you bring up a good point. I am going to go sage my new place tonight. Sage I just it. got the keys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. <gasps> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad you You're brought welcome. that up. No, seriously. I have sage in the house. I keep extras. Oh, I do okay. too. I oh, actually yeah, have some it. just in case. No. Um, I would actually do my bathroom. So I was hoping we could take this in a bidet direction, which is one of my favorite topics. You want topic. a bidet? Oh, like nothing in the world. Oh, no way. No. You guys, what are you talking about? You get a thing in the shower with the telephone. And no, 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 no. no. Like I want to be able to constantly go in and refresh my asshole. That is a fact. First no, of all, it's so horrible. It's not horrible. Okay, so you have two options if you go with it. It's rough to look at. It is rough to look at. So this is why I actually am recommending. I actually literally asked my wife for my birthday this year, and she didn't take me seriously, so I followed up several times, and she's still not actually taking it seriously. But for my birthday, I wanted one of those Japanese toilets. You need the Toto, yeah. yeah. That, we can all agree, is a throne. That's Uh a throne. I considered it. I have to tell you what I don't like about the Toto, because I've sat on a Toto with it sizzling hot, like a a plate (laughs) at Friday's. I don't like that that little wand comes out. Well, how else is it going to get in there? May I finish? And sprays the asshole an inch away from where your asshole it's is. An it's really high shape. up there. But then mine and yours and yours? No. Give me my own wand. I don't want the wand to right. be so close to everyone's asshole like that. That could be the future is everyone just walks around with their own ass wand. Now that's different. You know? That I could, that I could get behind. It's Seriously. the proximity of the wand to your asshole. Yeah, you feel like because there's it's like, like spinning some back content. on it. It's, oh, actually, know. that's a really good point. It oh, is. Yeah, my God. Like that's disgusting. Back. Oh, my God. Well, gosh, Michelle, how do you, think it you just blew my mind. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I've never really thought. I have to be honest with you. I tried not to think about yeah. it because the first thing I was going to mm. say is if I went into your house and, like, saw a bidet, I'd, I'd be leave. thinking about your asshole. Like, I'd be like, that's what it does. Is like it makes you, like, oh, like, you would Mike and Sharon love to. I, I just don't – I just – you know what? I feel like that's a, a – You're going to think just, about I don't want to think about – Just get wipes. Clog up them drains. And just <laughs> live your life. All the fish are dying anyways. They might as well have a couple wipes in there. You know what's the worst is when they pull that big white – The blob. The white like, blob. Out oh, from under like the sewers of that. London like fat wipe. Yes. Yeah. No, I don't know about that. Oh, this is a phenomenon. White blob? No. Yeah. You tell her. Let's tell her together. (laughs) It's a giant blob that festers in city sewer systems. Currently, there's one that they just unearthed underneath. No! London, because everyone's flushing their wipes. And it's like a combination of like all the worse stuff. Sanitary pads, Vaseline, like anything that doesn't biodegrade. All ends up. And it's like there's fat in it for some reason. I think because of the petroleum. Because I got that fat ass, y'all. I got that fat ass. And it's like it clogs up the entire system and they remove them like with like heavy duty construction equipment. And like they weigh tons in the tons. People are animals, but this is what I'm saying. In my shower, as an example, <gasps> this is my ass washing routine. I have, <laughs> I changed the shower head to like a fancy, mm-hmm. you know, the one that you can remove. targeted spritz. Oh, it's fantastic. I have it. To, and here's a tip. People are not going to like me saying this, but, but I'm going to go there. Okay. So you know how they want to save water these days, right? You guys, yeah. <laughs> even though places are flooding, <laughs> we're saving water. So um, that was like a stupid thing I just said, but I'm going to push forward. You can take a pair of pliers and remove the thing that's like the water saver in your shower head so that you get like the full Seinfeld blast. Yeah. So, of course, I did that. It took two minutes. And I have to tell you, I gleam. I literally. It's like night and day. Gleam. Yeah. It is night and day. Yeah. yeah. That's Every person I know has done this. 
That's good to know. I, I really, I, I loved that. Thank you. The white blob, all of it. That's some advice. Take that. I really want to vomit thinking about. Um, Boom. I like, I'm so sick of, I'm like that wipe thing. And I also feel like that's all. Well, definitely don't look at the picture. Sean Diddy Combs. That was his doing. Mean, he was the first person to come out and talk about how much he loves to wipe his ass are you sure with baby wipes. Terrence Howard. I don't pay attention to him. Because Terrence Howard <laughs> is the one who went on the record because he's like, Kind of fucked up saying that he <laughs> makes all his women wipe down before ever, you know, fucking them or whatever else. But like no. multiple wipes, not like a simple pampers swipe, you know. How when did he say this? Many, many, many years ago. Proud <laughs> I don't remember of him. maybe 2008. Finally, I don't know. that bit of trivia is useful. You know I, know. <laughs> I don't, I don't think he's wrong. Daily. I have to be honest. I don't think he's wrong. Um, it is a great feeling. Michelle, I do want to ask you if you're allowed right. to talk about this. Um, Uh-oh. My least favorite person in the world, Robert Herjavec. Did you say that you had an altercation with him? Did we talk about it on my podcast? You tweeted at me about it because I like talk oh, yes. regularly about... Why don't you like him? I like him, for um, the record. He's my literal enemy because he's stupid because it's like... it's. He's- <laughs> This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like just, he's ruins my favorite show. Like, I, I, it's why it's I'm so show. upset about Bethany coming on this year, too. It's like, I have enough, I've had enough of you, Bethany. Like, you're fucking antics. But he is just, for a self-made millionaire, mm. he has no fucking self-esteem. He is the saddest person to watch. What? He's just, he has no self-esteem. He he's always gorgeous. Needs, he needs to be the first. I don't get, that doesn't mean, that means nothing to me. It means a lot to I don't me. even see that people don't have hands. So obviously, yeah. like him being a trap, I, I see past the, the physical, okay? Mm. I'm telling you, he is shaking inside constantly. The, that's why he needs to be the first one. He's like, oh, I'll try your hoverboard. Yes. Oh, I'll try out your like new skateboard. Why does he always need to be the one that interacts? He's so desperate and so just ex- – uh, he wants any opportunity he can to seem interesting. It's the most boring thing to me. I will say I do love him because I love that whole show, and as you do, clearly – I do find it disingenuous when he pretends to like love dogs. Because oh. he always, every time a dog, and I love dogs, but every time a dog comes on, he's like, oh, he like comes up, he like scratches it, but there's something about the way he pets it where I'm like, has he ever pet a dog? Like there's something <laughs> weird about his right. interaction with animals that I he have sensed. Also, like, we'll say, can I hold it? Yes. And like he'll hold the animal throughout the entire pitch, which like if that was me, I'd just be like over there looking at wags the entire time, who, yes. by the way, wouldn't even be allowed in the tank because he's so ill behaved. I will say, and the dogs always fall asleep in his lap because you know it's not like the 10 minutes you see. They're no. there for like two, three hours. Like, yeah. Wait a second, follow up question. Sure. What, why would he pretend to like dogs? Just like to be, I don't know. Be I just, more he's like men anything? in black. Like it seems alieny when he goes up to them. He's like, because he's normal. fucking desperate. It's mm-hmm. because he's desperate for attention. So I would, if I would love if you would tell me. You said you had a little interaction I with did. him that did not go super smooth. It didn't. Will you tell me? Of course. Tell everyone. I only actually started telling the story very recently because it happened during my LOL season long tenure on The View, <laughs> and I, you know, I'm like very. Uh, I don't know. I don't like to like tell negative stories because it's not my brand. Ha ha ha. That's a lie. <laughs> Come to my UCB show. I do nothing <laughs> but tell negative stories. But anyways, um, so he was on, they knew that I loved Shark Tank. It's like my favorite show. I will say he's, I find him to be by, by far the best looking shark, perhaps after Damon, because Damon's quite handsome. But he always goes after the most bro-y, like techie stuff. Like his, his brand is not, does not mesh well with my brand. Mm-mm. That being said, the sharks came on The View. It was a shark themed hour because it was um 
shot in advance uh evergreen they call it you know to air whenever totally so of course i'm like shaking i kept saying it's like meeting one direction the beatles like i was like this is the most exciting day of my life i put on like a great dress i was so excited so anyway so they split the sharks up and it was uh you know mark barbara and kevin let's say i don't remember and then with robert it was robert Lori, and i think kevin was with them was three of them and so robert was talking about how he um was on Dancing with the Stars. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when he was talking about it, a show I don't watch, even though that's, that's fine. I just never got into it. But he was like, yeah, you know, I, I didn't win. But, you know, he met his wife. Yes. Was his dancing Because partner. he's desperate. Yeah. Well, his, well, he was married. And then he divorced his wife to marry oh, wow. his dancing partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disgusting. And also, if you go back on previous seasons, the way he speaks about his wife and children and the amount of money he lost to divorce her to marry this woman is insane. Because she was with him before he got rich. That's a fact. Yeah. Ah. Well, so long story short. So I now, I should add that I said something. Um, I said something that offended him, but I didn't know. <laughs> I was raised in a home where the thing that I said to him was always considered a compliment. So you have to understand that we'll talk about that. But just know that I did not mean it in a negative way at all because I truly adored all of them. So I would never do that. So he was saying, well, you know, I was on Dancing with the Stars and like it didn't work out. But, you know. I met my wife or whatever, and I went, well, I said, you didn't win the trophy, but you won a trophy wife, mm-hmm. which is also, like, not even offensive, really, at all. And he was like, that's not nice. And I <laughs> – it was not a live show, so we, like, stopped down. Obviously, this didn't make the final cut. <laughs> but I turned white as a fucking ghost. I was like, I do not believe this. I've offended Robert, son of immigrant factory owners. <laughs> like, I don't know, how could I? And Whoopi, God bless her, stepped in to be like, she did not – mean anything by that at all and literally i was like this special like i felt like such an idiot because i (laughs) would never offend like i'm professional even if i didn't like him i wouldn't have said it you know what i mean so yeah also you're like wordplay just haha it's wordplay and also my mother who is an israeli you talked to her yesterday in the on my podcast sweet as pie fresh batch i'll do a plug but (laughs) my mother always taught taught me even to this day she goes to me being a trophy wife is a great thing you're beautiful he's (laughs) proud of you and you're his trophy and i'm like i get it trust me to this day i'm like i don't see what the big deal is about being called a trophy wife if you have other qualities what a bonus you know but anyway so they edited that out but apparently backstage mark and barbara were like really laughing and like clapping which i kind of loved so i would rather be on the side of mark and barbara always no no shit like those are the sharks to to be with they're They're, i think they're the ones i would take a deal with do you have a shark you'd take a deal with i i like Lori because i do find her she's very sweet and i think that she gets a lot she makes a shit ton of money i'm not an inventor though i couldn't invent a gadget what would you go on with, like an app or something? I'd probably go on with like an app or a service. I would find something that like fills a need, but I you wouldn't guys, invent a it. Disposable bidet wand. Yeah. Oh, you're right. I did. I've already invented this is that. My one contribution. Backwards. What would we call oh, it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll think of something. Okay. Backsplash. That's good. Yeah. Well, like yeah, we're going to Aspracadabra. I should go. Yeah, you yeah. guys write in fun. with your suggestions. You guys, thank you so much for being here. Michelle, Caitlin. Thank you. Um, thank Caitlin, you. where can people find your magazine? Ooh, plug for Racket. Um, at all your fine bookstores on mm-hmm. all of the coasts and in many, many international cities um, or on racketmag.com. Absolutely. And also download the ACAST app, you guys, because you can follow all my podcasts on there. Um, we do everything with ACAST and I love them. Yeah. We're here right now. Michelle, what about you? Thanks, babe. You can follow me online at Mishkal, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I host Fresh Batch. Molly was on this week. You were so funny. Oh, so thanks, girl. Listen, you were great. Listen to that. And I have a show at UCB Chelsea on October 11th. 
Tell me about your show at UCB. It's called Magic Mish XXL. Every month is different. I plan nothing. I go in literally with nothing planned. Some pictures, some stories in my head. But next month, my parents will be there, <gasps> which means a lot to some people. So yeah, <laughs> if you want to see what made me. Um, that would give me such things. I really think that I would stand on stage and just freeze the entire time. I'm debating not having them come. I'm plugging that they're no, coming. No, do it. No, I mean just that you don't know yourself. going oh. into it. Like, I would get up there and just, like, nervous talk for a half an hour if I didn't. I mean, you are a comedian, so, yeah. like, here you are used to being on stage. But how do you, like, go in without a plan? I would die. Well, I have an idea for, like, I always have some beef with, like, companies. I have a lot of corporate beef. So okay. I go in always with, with, like, a story of, like, how I'm not eating at Lenwich anymore. That's a classic um you know i have like a lot of things like that enterprise rentals dead to me but um <laughs> you know i don't know i just i like to kind of vibe with the audience it's almost like freestyle rapping in that way where oh. you kind of yeah i would say it's exactly like freestyle yeah. rapping. No, me, you, six one cisgendered freestyle rapper those yeah. are that's what i oh, think of you so yeah, yeah yeah that's like one of the nicest i see you i see said. you thank you i really appreciate that um but yeah it's just going in and vibing and flowing and i don't know feeling the energy and it's it's like I can't stream of consciousness, but it's funny. Like it's an enjoyable show. I promise. Love that. No, I know. It sounds it sounds enjoyable. You guys, thank you so much for being here. Talk to y'all soon. Thank you. 